This is the Transcend Human Podcast, a weekly show where we learn what it means to rise above the human condition. We hope the conversation today is just what you need for the week ahead. morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Transcend Human Podcast. Great to have you with us. It's another amazing Monday morning here in Southern California. But more importantly, Happy New Year, right? January 3, 2022. Crazy. Brand new year. So much to look forward to. So much to talk about here on the podcast, too. So first of all, hope everyone had a happy holiday season. Uh, that everyone was safe and healthy, all that good stuff. Um, Next up, this is episode 96. So we're getting really close to the century mark. Um, And while it's not some huge thing I'm going to celebrate, at the same time, uh, it is just crazy, right? It's crazy to see the 100 number come and go and realize, wow, this has been going on for a really long time. So that'll be cool. Um, But more importantly, this is season three, right? Season three. So we spruced things up a little bit, added some new bumper music. Um, I'm working off of a new microphone, just a bunch of fun new stuff um, for the new year. And I'm really excited about where we're headed with the content. So we'll talk more about that today. But let's dive into a minute of transparency. Yes, we are still going to do this in Season 3. However, today's Minute of Transparency is not going to be one of the traditional ones where I talk about something important to me or something in my life. Um, We're just going to talk about what the Minute of Transparency is and why it exists. So the simple explanation uh, is that transparency is one of the four core values of Transcend Human. Now, I'm not going to go through the four right now because we'll talk a little bit more about that this episode, but transparency was one of the things that I really knew needed to exist in the podcast. Not only transparency from me, uh, being willing to be transparent about my life, where I've been, the things I've been through, the things my family's been through, some of that sort of thing, but then also to be transparent with people about the things that they're facing, to just not pull punches, to just explain things the way I believe that they are, and then have transparent dialogue. Um, You know, people will write into the show, they'll email me asking questions. um, And just to be transparent with people during that season of communication. So that's really why I added the minute of transparency to the podcast, why it exists And like I said, a lot of times it's just me telling a funny story or, you know, maybe it's me talking about the week, something during the week that's really bothered me or something that I've been involved in, things like that. So that's the minute of transparency. Yes, we're going to keep doing it. Um, It exists for a reason. But today's topic, let's jump right in. So Transcend Human Revisited 2022. So really, we did this last year as well. The the first episode of 2021, I went back through and talked about Transcend Human, where it came from, why it exists, that sort of thing. 
And that's what we're going to do today. So a little bit deeper than the last one because we've done a bit more, right? So this episode, I'm going to talk about the transcend human story, the ground we've covered, and where we're headed. So number one, the transcend human story. So I'll start by saying that I'm a writer. At least I've come to understand that about myself over time. I didn't always look at myself that way. In fact, I had a really hard time uh, calling myself a writer. I had a really hard time with that title because for many years I just viewed it as, well, until you've published something, you're not a writer. But when I really look back, all the way back to high school, even pre-high school, maybe in my middle school years, there was just something fascinating to me about story, about writing. And I've even found some old uh, notebooks with with the beginnings of stories, with poetry, uh, things like that in it from clear back in my high school days. And so it's obviously a thing. I realize over time, this is a thing. This is something that I believed in strongly. And yes, it came and went. Many, many years of my life, I did nothing creative, or at least nothing in the writing sphere, but maybe I did creative things in other, other fields or other ways. And so eventually I realized, no, I am a writer. I am a creative. It's what, uh, it's what I do. There's a big part of me uh, that I express myself through creativity and art and writing. And then I guess the big first um, piece of that came back in 2001. I wrote a manuscript called Controversy Theory. And I, I've talked about this before on the show. Controversy Theory is really a manuscript I wrote in response to a feeling I had um, when I came out of school with my master's degree and I started working in the field of mental health. And I started realizing that there was this polarization between pop psychology and what I was taught in college in order to be a clinician. And then the spiritual side of me, the religious side of me, the, the side of me that had the beliefs about God and, and bigger things in the universe. And I felt like as a clinician, I had to keep those two worlds separate. And so controversy theory was really me wrestling with this whole idea of what if I took both of those things and just smash them together and try to make sense of them um, together, right? Is there a way to do both? So that was controversy theory. Never got published, um, but it's a manuscript I have from back in 2001. Then in 2012, I think I've told the, the story about the trilogy or this novel series that I had, this idea. I went to, I went to sleep literally dreamed the entire trilogy in, in one night, in one long dream, or what I thought was a long dream. Woke up, frantically started writing down all sorts of things that I could remember from, uh, from locations to, to people, to characters, to plot lines. Uh, all of those elements that I had seen in that dream, I wrote them all down, and I got super geeked about the fact that man, this is a crazy story. I could tell this story. But because of life and family and all of the responsibilities I had at the time, I never fully dove into it. I would say I probably have six chapters written in that. Um, 
So it's something I'm really excited about. It's something that I really want to eventually run down, but it's kind of on hold right now. And then back in November of 2019, I started to um, to think about this concept of transcend human, right? Maybe I was struggling with midlife crisis. Maybe I was, you know, asking questions like, what am I doing with my life? What's my legacy? What's it going to be about? You know, how are my kids going to remember me when I'm gone? All of all that stuff that you probably naturally start going through in your 40s and 50s. And so I had a bunch of interesting ideas in my head, but none of them were getting out, not even on paper. I wasn't even writing about them. I just had all of these ideas in my head. So transcend human was this idea that I had. Um, it was like, okay, what if I took all of those ideas and just started getting them out a little bit at a time? Um, questions like, what's the point of life? Um, the big three questions, right? Where did we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Um, every person exists within and is impacted by this thing called the human condition. Right, And each of us has the ability to respond to the human condition in one of two ways. We can either react to it, which is what the world suggests we do. This is how the world says you should live, right? Just feed off of your emotions. Do what feels good. Just react to everything that comes your way. But the second alternative is to be proactive, right? To really do some thinking about your thinking. Thinking in advance. How do I want to respond? When, when all of these things come at me in life, how do I want to respond? And this is really how we rise above the human condition, or what I call transcending human. So as I was thinking through all these ideas, <clears throat> I'm like, what's the best way to get this content out there, right? I could continue writing and hope that eventually a book would be published. But that really scared me, right? Because, you know, I could spend two, three, four years writing and then at the end of the day, never have anything to show for it, right? If it didn't get published, that content would never see the light of day. The next option was, oh, I could become a YouTuber, right? Sounded interesting, but not that interesting <laughs> because I'm not that interesting or, or fun to watch for that matter. So really, that's what landed me on the whole concept of a podcast, right? It started sounding more and more interesting. A simple platform allowing me to push content out there on a regular basis. So this way, I could still be working toward a larger goal, right? I'm developing content that potentially could wind up in a book someday, I guess. But at the same time, the content is being released weekly. So it's out there in the world. So that's what I landed on, doing a podcast. Now, I mentioned back in the Minute of Transparency that one of the values, one of the core values that started Transcend Human was transparency. And there's really four that are the big ones, right? So there's truth, transparency, growth, and love. And when we talk about truth, we talk about this concept of absolute truth, that there, that there is truth out there that doesn't change right? It is what it is. And it's just our job to figure out what that truth is. Next is transparency, which we talked about, right? A willingness to perform a rigorous personal assessment, to be transparent first and foremost with ourselves, and then a willingness to be honest and transparent with others. Within reason, of course, 
there's definitely a too much information line that you don't want to cross. But at the same time, we are so far away from that line, it's not even funny. So transparency is number two. Number three, growth. This whole concept of being a lifelong learner, right? You don't just go to school, learn a bunch of stuff, and then live the rest of your life on that plane, right? You should constantly be learning new things every single day, every single month, every single year. And then moving from consumer to contributor. So this is super important for me because I felt like for years and years and years and years, I was a consumer in many aspects of my life. All I did was take. And it wasn't until I started writing and started blogging and doing different things that I started to feel that sense of purpose through being a contributor, through giving back, giving back to the people that you know, the people that follow you, um, you know, maybe people who've never heard of you, but will in the future. So that's growth. And then finally, love, right? Starting with the love for our creator, a love for God. And then next, loving ourselves within reason, because <clears throat> you can definitely take that and blow it way out of proportion, right? But loving ourselves in such a way that we are then allowed to love those around us. And I put loving ourselves before loving those around us, which is actually kind of against what the Bible says, right? Because the Bible says, you know, love love God and then love your neighbor as yourself. It's kind of like the, the top two, right? But I put love yourself within reason because I think that what happens far too often is that one of the reasons why we can't love other people is that we haven't even fully accepted ourselves. And I think really that's what I'm talking about here is once you once you have a love for your creator, that should translate into a love and an acceptance of who we are as a person, that we have value, that we have purpose and meaning simply because we were created by a loving God. And as long as you have that peace, then you're able to love those around you. So those are the core values of Transcend Human, truth, transparency, growth, and love. And then there's a set of beliefs, uh, which I call the seven tenets of Transcend Human. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on those today. But if, um, if you're interested, head over to the website, transcendhuman.com, and you will find those there. Number two, the ground we've covered. So like I said, um, all of these ideas hit me in November 2019, started the podcast in January of 2020, um, just before COVID hit the world. And so season one um, started January of 2020, and it was really, it started out as me trying to explain the concept, right? So there were quite a few episodes at the beginning where I was trying to explain who I was, what Transcend Human was, things like that. And then I jumped right into what I call one-off episodes, right? So these are episodes where I pick a topic or, I, you know, I'm sitting in, sitting at work or I'm driving to work or I'm doing whatever I'm doing and a, and a thought comes into my head. Oh, that's a great topic for Transcend Human. And so during the week, I'll flush it out. I'll do some research, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then present that on Monday uh, as one of the episodes. So I did that, um, and I quickly realized as I was doing that where a lot of the content was coming from, where a lot of these ideas that I was having came from, and they came from controversy theory, 
right? That original manuscript I wrote way back in 2001, um, where I was struggling with pop psychology versus spirituality and why those two couldn't just intermix. And so I decided to do a series called Controversy Theory on the podcast. And we did that. It was like 15, 16, 17 episodes. I can't remember. <clears throat> but but we did that pretty quickly on uh, in season one. And once I had done Controversy Theory, then I finished out the rest of the year doing the traditional one-off episodes we talked about. Then came 2021, season two. Uh, and a big chunk of this year was dedicated to those one-off episodes, right? I did a lot of self-assessment, a lot of research and learning on my part that led to these episodes for the for the public, right? Read through some some of the episodes um, and and decided, oh, I should really talk about this or I should really talk about that. Um, so that that was a big chunk of 2021. But then came the highlight of season two, which we called transcendent parenting. Now, I'm still not 100% sure how we came up with this, but I think at some point my wife, Tammy, said, um, you should really do some stuff on parenting, right? So I thought about it, and then eventually uh, I asked her to join me, and one thing led to another, and we had a series on parenting. Now, our original idea was just to do three, four, five episodes or something like that. You know, just you know, take kind of some of the core pieces of parenting and just throw them into a few episodes and be done. But eventually it grew into an 11-part series, right? 11 episodes on parenting. And it was awesome. I had such a good time. It was so much fun getting to have Tammy on the show, getting to work with her, reliving some of the past experiences that we went through, you know, remembering some of the stages that we went through as a family, talking through the good times, talking through the bad times, reviewing our parenting skills. And then at the end, even allowing our kids to do a ruthless assessment of us sitting around the table. That was a lot of fun. After that, we went back to a few one-off episodes, and then we closed out the year with a fun series um, called Conversations with Family. So, you know, this is literally what last week, I guess we finished up that series. So um, when we did the parenting series and we were all sitting around the table, uh, I think I just threw it out to them and I said, hey, what would you guys ever want to come back on the show, you know, and talk about something that's important to you? And they all seemed kind of interested. And so in December, I decided, okay, I'm going to give each of you a week and, you know, bring a topic that you think is important, topic you think we should talk about, and we'll do it on the show. So that's what we did. Um, <clears throat> week one was Allie, uh, my oldest daughter. She talked about environment, uh, global warming, all that kind of stuff. Great show. Uh, then Tammy came on again. And we actually just, uh, this isn't something that was super important to her, but it was just something that we'd been through and we felt like it would make a great episode to talk through. So we talked about long distance relationships um, because her and I decided when we moved to California that I would come out first and I would start working and then the family would follow when the school year ended. And so we ended up being apart for about six months. Um, and so that episode was us kind of reliving that six-month period of our lives and deciding, was that a good thing? Was that a bad thing? Um, yeah, so that was that episode. Next, Tyler came on, and he talked about that same kind of period of time where we moved our family from Indiana to California. Um, huge life change for him. 
what he went through, some of the mental health challenges he faced along the way. Um, so that was Tyler's episode. And then we wrapped things up last week with Rachel, um, the middle child. And she talked about walls that we build in relationships, secrets we keep, things we refuse to talk about, and basically how all of these can lead to problems in our relationships. So that's how we rounded out 2021. And when I look back over that, you know, look back over the previous two seasons that we've done, I can pretty easily clump all of the episodes into these three buckets. So bucket number one is content I really wish I could have published as a traditional book. So we did the Controversy Theory series, which was supposed to be a book. And then I'm going to be doing this season um, a series called Conscience Driven Therapy, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. But those both fall into the book category. Number two, um, other fun series, right? So Transcendent Parenting, Conversations with Family, and who knows what series we'll come up with in the future. And then the final is the the one-off topics I was talking about, right? And this is really the bread and butter of the show. It's kind of why I started it. And most of these one-off episodes are birthed in the following way. So it's either something that I'm struggling with in my own personal life or something that I see in the world that strikes me as odd, or maybe it's something that I question but don't have answers to. So I take that topic, I research it, I convert it into an episode, uh, kind of create an outline that I'm going to talk through, and I follow the similar format each time, as, as you've seen, and then I record the episode and then launch it on Monday morning. So, you know, the, the series that we do can be written, sometimes written and recorded months in advance of them being published because, you know, we really want to get a, a complete picture of something, knock it all out, and then have it ready to go. But the one-off episodes are typically written and released in one week's time, right? They're, they're more current. They're more top of mind, front of mind concepts that I want to release almost in real time. Almost like we're having an in-person conversation about life, the culture, what's going on in the world, or how we could be responding to it. So if I wasn't such a planner, because that is definitely a huge part of who I am, um, I would actually, <laughs> I think it would be really fun to do a multi-episode per week show that wasn't as content-driven literally just hitting record and talking off the top of my head about life and what's going on that week and questions I have and um, things that I'm observing, right? But that could be dangerous as well. So this is the format we're kind of going with right now, right? The week, week by week plan, research, record, and release, right? That's, that's kind of the process for each of these one-off episodes. But those are really kind of the, the big three buckets of content that you'll find on Transcend Human. So content that I'm hoping will eventually will become books, fun series that we do on the show, and then the one-off topics that we do on a regular basis. Number three, where we're headed. So let's wrap up this episode by looking into the future and um, what it kind of looks like for Transcend Human. So some of this I know. And I'll talk about here in a minute. Some of it I know, but I can't really talk about yet. And then some of it I have no clue, right? But I'm super excited that it's going to continue to grow and continue to morph. And there'll be new things um, 
coming in the future, right? So let's talk about the stuff that I do know, right? The stuff that I can tell you about. So next week, we're starting another long series called Conscience Driven Therapy. And I'm just going to ask you right now to, to sign up to be a part of it, just to join me in this short journey toward what I'll call health and healing, okay? So Conscience Driven Therapy is really the follow-up book to Controversy Theory. Controversy Theory was the theory, right? The hypothesis and the suggestions as to what the human condition is, where it came from, how it impacts us. And then Conscience Driven Therapy is the application, right? It's the action steps that we can take once we understand Controversy Theory. So Conscience Driven Therapy is really two things. In my head, it was it was going to be one of these two things, or it would double as these two things. So the first thing is a self-help book, right? There's no reason that you shouldn't be able to purchase this book, apply it directly to your own life. You don't need a professional counselor or therapist to interpret it for you. You should be able to read it, and it should have a positive impact on your life. But two, it could also be used as a handbook for Christian counselors. So... Clinicians looking for a treatment modality or platform that makes sense, right? It makes sense of that discrepancy I was talking about between spirituality and pop psychology. So these clinicians should be able to take conscience-driven therapy and use it with clients as they work through things like past trauma, current life struggles, future goal setting, planning, things of that nature. So I'm super excited to share this content with you starting next week. The other thing I've been thinking a lot about is doing a series called Transcending Mental Health or Transcend Human and Mental Health or Conscience Driven Therapy and Common Mental Health Challenges. Um, So I haven't really ironed that out yet or decided what to call it, but whatever direction I choose to come at it from, it's basically going to be a series of episodes on common mental health issues. So, you know, Big ones like depression, anxiety, anger, things like that. Um, I've already, you know, done a little bit of work pulling together information about those uh, topics, but I just feel like that would be super helpful right now with the way the world is going and and some of the issues that people are experiencing uh, because of just the craziness of life. And then you throw COVID in on top of that and there's just a lot going on. So I think that would be really helpful. And the only reason I'm not doing that right now um, is because conscience-driven therapy really addresses, it's, it's kind of like it's the foundation for how you would approach your depression or your anger or your anxiety. So really, conscience-driven therapy is the most important piece. uh, And I really want to get that out there as fast as possible. But then later in the year, I think it might be fun to, to really take that platform and say, okay, we've talked about conscience-driven therapy, now let's apply that to something very, very targeted, very specific like depression. So again, that one's a little bit fuzzy to me still, um, but I really want to explore some of that uh, this year. And then the last thing is even less thought out, right? So we're going to call this a pipe dream or a fantasy, um, whatever. But I've talked a little bit about the trilogy, right? The series of fiction novels that I dreamed about back in 2012. And this idea, like so many of the other ideas I've had, just won't die, right? I spend a lot of time thinking about this series. I spend a lot of time reading and researching uh, what it takes to write 
that way, to write a novel that works, to write a trilogy. Um, here's just some of the things I've read. And, and for those of you who are interested in writing, um, you know, being creative in that way, you might find these helpful. So I think I've talked a little bit about some of these on the show, but here's the list of, of the, the top books that I've read recently um, on writing. So there's The Story Grid by Sean Coyne. Amazing book on structure, on editing, um, on how to write a story that works. The Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell and Christopher Vogler. Um, I think Joseph Campbell was the original person who dove into the hero's journey. And then Christopher Vogler has kind of taken his content and made it a little bit easier to understand and read in his book. Uh, the book Story by Robert McKee. Creativity Incorporated by Ed Catmull. On Writing by Stephen King. Uh, incredible book on just <laughs> not only Stephen King talking about his journey and his story, but then just some of his high-level takes on what it means to be a writer. Incredible book. Uh, the Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. This was this is literally the book that started it all for me. Um, not only because I can resonate with her story. Um, Julia talks about how alcohol kind of took her took her away, um, diverted her, distracted her for many, many, many years, uh, and kept her from being the artist and the creative that she wanted to be. So I completely resonated with that storyline. Um, but then just the content in the book of what it means to be an artist, what it means to write every day, to, to take those things inside of you and get them out. Um, it's just a beautiful story. So, and there's many, many more on that list, but those are just the top ones I think would be helpful to you if you're interested in writing. So this whole novel thing, right? This is this is another project that I shelved uh, in order to do the Transcend Human podcast. At the end of the day, it all came down to the return on investment. So I could focus all my time and energy on that novel, and you know potentially have nothing to show for it at the end, right? Possibly never have anything to show for the work if it never got published. Or I could do the podcast, and I could have something new to show for my work every single week. So I would have a constant content stream being sent out there into the world, content that people could access and potentially be helped by, something that I could build up on over time, right? So I could take all of this content that I've been putting out on the, on the podcast, and I could keep building upon that, or I could even take chunks of it and potentially write books about those things in the future. So that's what I chose to do, right? That's the direction I headed in. But that doesn't mean that my dream about publishing the trilogy went away. No, not at all. It's still there. In fact, recently, I started meeting with one of my, one of my friends for coffee. Uh, his name's Mike, and he shares the same love for writing um, that I do, right? So we get together, and we spend a big chunk of time talking about the writing process, right? The projects we're working on, and we kind of push each other to keep at it and to like dive into new areas of, of the, the story. It kind of reminds me of the stories I've heard about C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien, right? Back in the day, meeting at the Eagle and Child pub in Oxford, uh, basically sharing their love for writing over a few pints of ale. Crazy stories, but I feel like I'm kind of doing that same thing. So what am I trying to figure out here, right? Well, 
this is the crazy part. So I'm trying to figure out how to combine my love for writing and the trilogy project with this podcast. I know, again, very vague, still in the early concepts, um, but I'm interested, right? What if there was a way to maybe document the writing process on the podcast in some way, right? To somehow work through the writing of the trilogy, both on paper and on the podcast at the same time. Now, I know some of you are already squirming, right? You're protesting with logic like, that has nothing to do with transcend human, right? How could you even talk about that? right? That's writing, right? That's not the focus of this podcast. And what does fiction have to do with the topics we talk about on the podcast anyway? I get it. Totally get it, right? That's why it's still a concept that I'm working through. Um, It wouldn't be easy. But at the same time, there are some very interesting tie-ins between controversy theory, transcend human, and the trilogy. In fact, you could say that they all go hand in hand. And without completely giving you away, you know, giving away the story, the storyline behind the trilogy. Um, You know, there are elements in those books that have to do with the controversy. And so, again, it's a pipe dream. It's a rabbit hole, if you will. But it is one that I'm looking forward to exploring in the future to see where it leads. But that's really all I can say about that. So let's land the plane. First of all, I want to thank you all for joining us on this transcendent journey, right? I want to thank you for supporting us. Every time I talk to somebody who says that they've listened to the podcast, they sound encouraged, they sound um, inspired, and they really are encouraging me to keep moving forward. So that's awesome. And I'm just looking forward to the days ahead, right? To spending more time with you and to continuing to grow together as we learn new things and as we transcend human together. Before we go, I don't want to miss the opportunity to ask you to help promote the podcast. Now, I try not to do this on every episode because it's just annoying to me. Like when I listen to other people's podcasts and they literally start or end the show every time with, oh, help me publish or help me publicize my podcast. It just gets annoying. So I try not to do that. But every once in a while, it needs to be said. Word of mouth is a huge deal, right? So when you tell your friends or your family about the podcast and and have them check it out, that's a big deal. So if you can keep doing that, that would be awesome. And then obviously the more tangible thing is to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. For some crazy reason, this is the gold standard for podcast producers, right? It helps the show move up in the rankings, uh, helps it become easier to find as people search for podcasts out there. So any of that would be great if, you, if you're able to do that. If you have a chance, that would be awesome. That said, I think we've come to the end. Friends, the future looks bright. So put on your favorite pair of shades and let's keep transcending human together. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. If you're interested in the show notes for this episode, head on over to transcendhuman.com forward slash podcast and navigate to the episode you're looking for. On the website, you'll also find blog posts, podcast series, and other helpful resources to help you navigate the Transcend Human ecosystem. 
You'll also find links to our social media channels. And as always, if you have questions, feel free to contact us at info at transcendhuman.com. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you back here on Monday morning.